Right. Okay. So we'll open this up and then we'll get cracking. Right. Thanks very much for, for joining me. Today we're gonna be we're gonna be talking a little bit about sort of keeping yourself more accountable, how to do that. And um, we're gonna be also then putting it with the frame in terms of uh, actually measuring your progress and, and, and what's gonna be going on there, okay? Um, the thing that we're gonna be doing today is we're gonna be talking about the sort of the standard ways that you might want to go about measuring your progress. And we're gonna be diving a little bit into some sort of mindset stuff. We're gonna be talking about the, the kind of the problems that people tend to come across when they're um, you know, measuring their progress and when you know, things don't necessarily go exactly to plan. And hopefully what we're gonna be able to do is give you a little framework that you can use uh, that's gonna help you to, to navigate that a little bit more easily. And then we'll get to the end. And we're also gonna spend a little bit of time talking about the sort of alternative things that you can also look for in terms of how you're, you're making progress, because I think that's something that's often overlooked and it's something that's really important in terms of helping to keep you both on the straight and narrow in terms of your progress, but also mentally as well. So um, before we dive into all of that, what we're gonna be doing is we're just gonna quickly run through the, the sort of the, the main problems that people come across when it comes to actually sort of, you know, taking measurements and, and keeping themselves uh, on track. And the first one is, and this is a, this is mostly a problem with people who are sort of a very new to the, the, the idea of um, sort of making a change to their body and improving their fitness and all that kind of stuff, although it's not exclusively, is that uh, people are very emotional and people attach a lot of emotional weight to whether progress is being made, whether progress is being made quickly enough um, to, into fluctuations. And it actually, it causes a lot of stress. Um, it can put people in a sort of a mindset where they don't necessarily make the best decisions. Um, and it's, it's really something that we wanna try and help you to sort, of, to sort of deal with. The second thing is that people's approach to measurements is often sort of mirrored in their approach to sort of nutrition and training, all that kind of stuff. And it's very chaotic. And that it, it, the problem with that is that without any kind of sort of structure and without any kind of um, strategy in place in order to actually um, you know, keep on top of everything and actually measure things properly, you're gonna end up kind of you know, exaggerating the, the emotions and you're gonna start ending up sort of really, you're, you're gonna struggle to see the progress that you are making if you don't have a good structure in place. So, um, and then the last thing is, is that you know, people, they lack perspective. And it can take people sort of, you know, years, decades even um, to get to the point where they, they really sort of, they feel like they need to make a change. They really need to make a shift in terms of their lifestyle and all that kind of stuff. And then because of, well, because of lots of things, the media, Instagram, all that kind of stuff, you see people, you know, all of the, the best body transformations are the ones that are highlighted and shared the most. You kind of feel like this expectation that you're going to completely overhaul everything in, you know, six weeks, it's taken you 10 years to get there. And then six weeks later, you're going to have fixed everything. And, and people kind of lack perspective in terms of what actually does constitute good progress, um, and what they should expect um, in terms of actually what they can achieve sustainably. So we're going to cover all of those things today. And uh, but we're going to start by just quickly discussing how it is that you you should go about measuring your progress. So point number one, is and this is kind of a mindset thing is that i 
make, I want to make you to make sure that every time that you are sort of making an assessment of yourself and thinking about, you know, how ask, asking yourself the question, how am I doing? You're, you're employing outcome-based decision-making. And to put it simply, that is making sure that you're making decisions in terms of what you should change and what you should change based on what your, your measurements are saying, rather than just sort of randomly stabbing in the dark and, and going for everything. So the idea is we want you to employ a strategic um, sort of sequence of changes, which is what we've tried to lay out in terms of the levels and all that kind of stuff, rather than just, you know, giving it a scattergun approach, trying to do everything at once, um, and just being sort of reactive and just making it up as you go along. So to give you an example of what that might look like, imagine that your, you know, your, your goal is to get from say 100 kilos down to 90 kilos. And you've decided that the evidence that you're going to use um, in order to tell you that you're making progress is weight and photos. So the first thing that you decide to do is to write a meal plan uh, and follow it. And then what you do is you wait a couple of weeks, you, you sort of gather the evidence, gather the evidence, which is, you know, retesting your weight and, and retaking the photos. And then what you what you notice is that your weight's gone down and that your your photos are, you know, in your photos, you're looking slimmer. Now, based on the evidence that you've been given, what you should do next is just to continue doing what you're doing. Because I think in this game, it's really important to, to let your, your winners run, so to speak, rather than trying to continually push faster and faster and faster. Because um, I've said this before, I'll say it again, the faster progress you make physically, the the more difficult it gets in the sense that there, it gets exponentially harder, especially if you're talking about fat loss, um, it, um, especially anything, my fat loss, muscle gain, anything, um, it gets exponentially harder to make faster progress. So if you're if you're making decent progress, if you're within the parameters that we're going to be discussing later, then you should just keep doing what you're doing and actually look to, to sort of consolidate what's going on and actually try to make that the new normal. That's what you're trying to do. Rather than keep thinking more and more, I'm going to keep pushing harder and harder and harder. Try to find ways to continue doing what you're doing and, you know, improve your flexibility. Try to find ways in terms of sort of your meal, meal flexibility. Um, try to find ways to actually, you know, further cement those habits that you're, you're making by making sure your environment supports them, making sure that this is the kind of thing that you're going to continue doing forever. Um, rather than thinking, okay, so now I'm going to add in this and this and this and this to try and make it go even faster. The other way that you want to look at it is say you're the same guy, 100 kilos down to 90, you're trying, you're looking, you're doing weight and photos, uh, you've decided to write a meal plan and follow it. Um, and then you you gather the evidence. And what you notice is that you have no weight change, or, you know, and or the evidence in the photos is making it look like you haven't made much difference either. So this is very different. I don't want you to keep doing the same thing because clearly whatever you're doing, it's it's not working. So you kind of, you have two choices here. You can either improve your adherence to what it is that you're doing, um, which means that you can, you know, look at what you've done. Have you actually implemented what you said you would? Um, have you done it enough? So for example, what we're looking at is usually sort of 80 or 90% adherence to to any habit it doesn't need to be 100% but if you're you know if your meal plan and following it is 50% and you followed the that what you wrote you either need to adjust what it is that you're writing down to make it more sort of easy for you to accomplish or you need to prepare in you know some many other ways you could get around it prepare in another way to help yourself actually execute what it is that you set out you can either do that, or if you say, you know, I think I did the meal plan well, I I'm happy with what I'm doing, then potentially what you need to do is you need to add in something else. You potentially need to look at the quality of the stuff that you're planning to eat. You need to look at portion sizes, whatever it is. But 
that again we're looking at you know what's the what's the minimum change that we need in order to try to stimulate some progress and get you going if you if you look at things from that perspective then you will always have an answer in terms of what do i do next um and you will always sort of feel grounded in the sense that you feel in control now Obviously, I don't expect you to work all this out for yourself. That's what I'm here for. I can help you. Um, and I will always do my best to make sure that you're, um, you know, you know what you need to do next. But if you're ever unsure, then of course, you just need to ask. Um, and I don't know if you don't know until you tell me. So uh, make sure that you make sure that you do ask. So that's and then this kind of explains why it is that we want to have that structured approach to making changes because then we can actually tinker with things properly. Um, and we can really sort of get on top of things and make sure that you're always either moving in the right direction or know what you need to do next in order to move in the right direction, okay? So the second thing, and this is really important, is that I need you to, I need you to think about using multiple metrics. So for example, lots of people will just use weight or um, they'll just use body fat percentage or they'll just use, I don't know, how they feel or whatever it is like that. And as far as I'm concerned, there is, there is no such thing as a good metric. So weight is inconsistent because a lot of people will fluctuate with their weight more in a day than they will lose in a week. And so a week later, do you lose that fluctuation or have you lost weight? You have no idea. Um, you know, tape measurements are really important, uh, but again, they're not perfect because actually user error is quite big. Um, I do it all the time, so I'm pretty good at it. But if you don't do it all the time, your chances are you're going to be a bit off and you don't know, you don't know whether you pull too tight, you don't know whether you left it too loose. Photos, again, you don't tend to see a week's difference in a photo. Um, and so that isn't necessarily ideal. And the body fat percentage is, is a bit of a, is a bit of an interesting one because, um, it can vary by, you know, even a really good one that you get at your gym may vary by two or 3% up or down. So a 6% margin, um, based on how hydrated you are, which again, you, you know, in the absolute best case scenario, you'd expect to lose 6% in a week, but you could lose 6% in, uh, sorry, 6% in a week, 6% in the sort of like, I don't know, six, eight weeks, um, but you're, you know, you could fluctuate through that in a week and think that you're absolutely nailing it when nothing's changed. So, um, all of these things are flawed, but if you, if you use multiple metrics, you, you paint a better picture, you give yourself a better context, and then ultimately you can, you know, stand a better chance of actually working out whether things are going in the right direction. And then the last thing is to actually sort of apply context to what's going on, because, and this is this is definitely most applicable to somebody who's just started um, and is not quite sure. So, the mindset jolts that I want to try and give you is that, you know, if you somebody might come back to me and say, "I lost, I don't know, a pound last week. That's not fast enough because I want to lose blah 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 blah." If you said, you know, what if you continue to lose a pound every week for the next year, you would lose fifty-two pounds in a year. Loads of people lose a pound in a week. How many people do you know who managed to do it 52 weeks on the bounce? That's what you should be aiming for. Um, 52 weeks, 52 pounds in a year would be fantastic. Um, but a pound in a week is kind of poo-pooed as being a bit, a bit, you know, a bit slow. If you're new, you may find that um, you know, or potentially if you've had a, a rough patch, let's say, then you may find that actually you go sideways for a bit. And this is bad because I'm not losing any weight, I'm not making any progress, blah, 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 blah. The, the think about it this way, if you've been gradually going up for the last six months to a year and you've managed to level off, that in itself is progress because you've actually managed to get on top of things. You've got things into control where you've actually um, you've actually managed to, to, to stop yourself from going in the wrong direction. And that, that's good. Um, and then, you know, just give yourself the, the kind of and this is where the emotions come into it. 
all results, whether sort of positive, um, you know, so things are going really well, and sort of negatives, they're all just feedback. And, you know, it's it's your behavior that drives results. You will see fluctuations. Sometimes it will go up more than it won't. And you kind of know in your heart of hearts whether things are actually going in the right direction or not. Because, um, you know, if you're, if you're looking for external things to validate the fact that you have done well, then there's a good chance that you don't think that you have and you're looking for a, an easy victory. Whereas a lot of times, if you know that you've had a good week um, and you don't see any progress, it's much easier if you'd say, well, do you know what? It's probably just because it's a fluctuation or something like that. So see it as feedback. Um, you know, take it. So give it the right context and make sure that you're you're always thinking about sort of thinking about your 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 changes from a strategic point of view. The last thing, and this is probably the most important, is about consistency uh, in terms of measuring. Now, I would say I, I generally sort of ask people to I say update your 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 weight and your photos something every fortnight. And the reason for that is because that's sort of that's a minimum expectation. Um, it's what I need to see that you're the main the main reason I do that is because I need to see that you're mentally still in the game. Okay, um, is that you haven't deviated and lost track because if you're still updating your weight, then there's a good chance that you're still at least working on something. Um, that is the most important thing, and you you know the the minimum expectation that I would say from you every fortnight is to update your weights, get your photos in every every six weeks, um, log your workouts, and make sure you complete your ninety day plan so that you um, I know where it is that you want to end up and what it is that the goal that you've set yourself. This is like this is so so important. The second you start, the second you 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 have that little nagging doubt in your mind, and you say oh, I've got to do my weight, but oh, I might not this week. I might skip it. Next week I'll do it, and then it'll look better. You've lost. That's it. It's game over. You're going to be out for, you know, and it's it's not going to get any better. The ba the most basic discipline that you need is just to simply update your measurements consistently. If you do that, then that will that will in itself keep you motivated, keep you in the game, keep me in the loop. And also then it will help you to do that. Ideally, what we'd like you to be doing, and I thought I'd add this in here, is to be updating your weight every Wednesday. So every other week at, sort of is a minimum, but Every week is better because it just gives more context to your weight measurement. Um, logging workouts and also sending videos if you're training by yourself. Um, doing your photos every couple of weeks is really useful because again, it helps you to actually, it's more like a, think of it like a process in actually sort of you facing up to what's going on, whether it's good or bad. If you do the photos, I promise you, it's gonna give you a kick up the ass. Um, complete the 90 day and six week planning. So make sure you're, you're doing it uh, every six weeks as well as every 90 days. Attending the webinars and making sure that you're um, you're updating your body fat and your measurements uh, if that's necessary. Because for some people, I will say, stop doing your weight, especially as they start to get leaner. Uh, the weight becomes less of a factor. So if you're already sort of lean and you're trying to get very lean, then weight becomes less of a factor. Measurements and body fat percentage, I think, are a little bit more useful. So I will uh, I will sort of um, jump in when that when that's appropriate. But otherwise, weight and photos is where I'd expect everyone needs to start. Okay. Um, in terms of what constitutes good progress, this is the this is the thing I get asked all the time, and the, obviously there is no right answer to this. And I hope that you know you can appreciate the fact that everybody's different. But I have come up with some kind of parameters in order to help people understand what it is. So um, the fastest you can realistically expect is to lose um, a percentage, a one percent of your body weight every week, um, one percent of body fat percentage-wise loss per week. Um, uh, sort of a, that could also be like a clothes size every six weeks tends to be a sort of a good goal to aim for, which is quite useful actually because the bigger clothes sizes, the gaps between them in terms of measurements are larger. 
So the more weight you have to lose, the more you can lose at a time, the less weight you have to lose, the smaller they are. Um, and in terms of behaviors, if you can, if you could actually properly implement a new habit, um, even something small every fortnight, then you're way ahead of most people because actually these things take time. If you are looking more towards the bottom end in terms of what's sustainable, but also what's motivating, because that's the problem with things going too slowly is that yes, it's very sustainable, but it's not, you're not very motivated to it because you're not getting that, that feedback. I would say half a percent body weight, half a percent body fat, um, a clothes size every 12 weeks. And I think if you're not getting a habit ingrained into in six weeks, then it's, it's probably too complicated and you need to simplify it. Um, otherwise, because otherwise you can keep going sort of forever and ever and ever still working on the same thing. Okay. So if you can't get that habit in six weeks, then what I suggest you do is um, break it down into chunks and then work on trying to implement those, because I think that's probably going to be uh, more, more, more sort of successful for you. The thing that I want you to remember is that you'll go faster. You'll be higher up the bracket. If you're younger, if you're fitter, if you're stronger, if you have more muscle mass um, and you'll go lower, if you're older, you're less fit, weaker and have less muscle mass. Okay. So basically if you're somebody who is in pretty good shape, but they put on some weight, then you'll go down very quickly. If you're somebody who's never really exercised before, then chances are things are going to be a little bit more slow just because the, the metabolism is likely to be different. And that's what's, that's, what's going to make the big difference as well. So, so do bear that in mind when you're thinking about where it is that you think that you should, you should sit. Okay. Um, in terms of other progress indicators, and this is where actually, a lot of a lot of progress happens um is you know things like for example let's say you'd been doing 12 weeks or whatever and you'd made a bit of progress in terms of your body stats um but you know your energy was vastly improved you were happier you're sleeping better moving better you're fitter stronger you know you're you're starting to ditch some of these the bad habits that you want your mind is clear you don't have brain fog you're building better routines um that in itself is huge and the fact of the matter is, is I can't measure any of those. I can't, you know, you can't prove it to me. I can't prove it to you. We don't know. Um, and this is kind of where the check-in form becomes useful because you can actually list, okay, so what positives have you brought from this week? Well, I stopped, you know, um, you know, scrolling on my phone in bed and I, you know, put, put my phone down. Or for example, I wake up in the morning and all of a sudden I don't feel like I need to have 17 coffees. I can get away with having 10. Um, or, you know, it's, you know, I'm happier or I'm sleeping better. All these kinds of things are a massive sort of life wins. And I think everyone would appreciate that. Everyone would agree with that. Um, but it's not necessarily um, sort of measurable. And you, that shouldn't mean that these are less important. So when you do your check-in form, when you're sort of, um, you know, communicating with me what's going on, do make sure to include these kinds of things because they're, you know, really, really important. Um, so assuming that you've got all this sort of stuff um, in place, then the, the benefits of what you're going to get out of it in terms of me being able to keep you more accountable, you being able to be more consistent and you actually being able to make more progress is that all of a sudden you will feel like you're, you're on the right path and that you, there is a strategy for you to follow. Rather than just randomly picking things out of nowhere, we can be sort of strategic and systematic about making, making changes um, and you'll always be able to know where the next forward step is and you'll be much less likely to sort of you know rebound and just go off in a off on a tangent somewhere because you've overdone it that the decisions that you make uh, are going to be much more intelligent in terms of you'll actually be thinking what's the what do i need to do what's the next logical step to make progress rather than i'm just gonna look on the internet pick something that i found and just try and implement that 
And then actually, as a result, because the progress will be better, because you'll be your, your mindset will be in a better place, the you know, you'll ultimately you'll feel much more more vote motivated. And that kind of then has a positive feedback loop into terms of getting you where you need to be. So um, hopefully that all makes sense. Of course, if you have any questions, then then please shout. Um, otherwise, I'll, I'm sure I'll speak to you all very soon. Thank you. Um, I'm still recording. <laughs>